welcome everybody to episode four, yay for us, on Press Play with Kyla T and Sammy P. Today we're going to be talking about this random conundrum of I am stuck. What can I do? And it's a really interesting place to be in, I guess, in this moment in time, in that many people have felt in Australia stuck indoors with all of the weather that we've had. But today we're going to be talking about, well, where can the benefits come from feeling stuck? And then Sam and I were even just chatting right at the beginning there. of What's the difference between being in limbo or being between the old and the new and being stuck? One of the things I wanted to kind of start on about this topic today and the reason that it came about was there's a couple of clients at the moment who are really trying to change habits and get into really strict routines with what they're doing. And even that word strict can sometimes create resistance to it. But what it's been made really obvious is there's still a part of them, and I've known it in myself over the years, of judging or making wrong the learning pattern of a new habit. So it's like we're judging ourselves for feeling stuck or we're judging ourselves for resistance coming up instead of actually going into knowing that it's not all of us that's stuck in that moment in time. It's only a part of us and actually starting to commune and talk to that part to determine what does it need to really start to move forward with momentum because momentum does build confidence in something new at the same time too. So Sammy P, I'm curious to know, do you have a moment in time that you can think back to when you felt stuck and what did you do? Oh, yeah, just a couple. G'day, everyone. Great to be here with you, Kyla. What a great intro. Just sit back and just absorb some um, some epicness and osmosis of awesome stuff there. Um, several times I've felt quite stuck. Uh, currently, there's a bit of limbo. Yep. I suppose it's not stuck as per se. I think previously I would have labelled this current situation we're in as stuck. Mm but it's a, it's a little bit of limbo and yep. with limbo, I mean, uncertainty. Yep. Um, and then there's also the process of letting, letting go in this moment. So like, I'm not sure when I'm finishing up in practice. So I thought it might be in like the next week or two, it's probably yep. going to be three or four weeks, maybe be longer. Yeah. And we're going to do all these other things mm. still, still working on uh, an epic four wheel drive and, a, and an epic caravan. For anyone that's listening to this and not watching, yeah, Sammy yeah. P just closed his eyes and visualised it as he said it, which is a great way to get unstuck. Mm. Um, and that's part, there's some lessons there that we can go into more detail. Um, there's yep. been other times like this time, you know, 12 months ago when we started the vibe and did those sorts of things. Um, the big C, thou shall not be named, um, yep. was the least of our worries. It was, um, it was all this other uh, stuff. So we did kind of retreat. Um, and, and then that really, the best part about that was, was just sort of taking time to spend with family and reassessing what was actually important to us. So that stuckness was also a gift. And then, um, one of the biggest cases I felt stuck was the catalyst for some massive stuff, but it was literally, I got to a point where I asked myself, what would my, what would Jacko's life look like if I wasn't here? which was, I'm not, I can't, Jack, it would have been 18 months. So it's about three years ago. Yeah. And that, yeah, 
that was that was pretty gnarly mm. because of the the lack of sleep and time and uh, financial stress and expectations that I was putting on myself. Um, I suppose the loneliness as well. Yep. Um, of you know raising a child and things like that. You you quite it was kind of like Groundhog Day. It's the same stuff over and over again. Yep. And it kind of felt like um, we were the only ones going through it at the time. And in that case, it was like little steps. I actually remember listening to um, Wayne Dyer's Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, where he goes through the verses of the Tao Te Ching and then mm-hmm. gives a little essay on each one. Yeah. Um, so I listened to one of them every day, was doing my gratitude religiously at that time. Yeah. Um, and I was getting some, I was also, I had an amazing mentor at that time that was, um, uh, I was doing some work closely with um, a lady called Karen Smith as well. So, and that group of, I think I was the only guy in that group. So that group of ladies was like, yeah. So I think I was the one that cried in those, all those coaching sessions first and swore first definitely and then cried second. <laughs> I love crying and swearing. So it takes me to a question then for if anyone that is listening, particularly men, because there's this judgment that goes on when we are stuck. But if you're in this situation where you've got financial pressure, all of this time, competing priorities and demands, you're not sleeping, you're feeling lonely. And there was there a, and, that, and you asked yourself that question, was that just then the catalyst to go, I'm gonna bring some momentum in here? Because I think the things that you've spoken about already, like we need to retreat within we need to reassess what's going on and kind of let go of these ideas. But sometimes when you're in that space of stuckness, the thought of gratitude makes you want to punch someone in the face. <laughs> so does yeah. the why for doing it need to be bigger than the resistance, do you think? Well, I think that's, yeah, that'd be a key. Like, well, I think the um, getting to that point three or so years ago, yeah. like I shit myself, not literally, mm. but like, oh, I was yeah. like, holy fuck. Yeah. No way. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then that was the that that was the momentum. I was like, okay, what do I do? Like, okay. What's well, going to be one day at a time? Yep. What's what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. Kind of thing. And when you asked that, what's next? Did you have a bit of an idea already? Like, did were you already in that group with Karen, or did you then go seeking the things that would give you that support? Um, I don't know if I was in that in that group per se. Um, at that time, I can't really remember. I just yeah. remember that instance of it. But it was just literally, okay, so how can I set up the best day for me? And that right. was listening to those that chapter for it, that book with Wayne Dyer. It was like, yeah. you know, five or so minutes every yeah. morning. Like, so that just became something to focus on. And and yeah. even if you don't take the, the info in, uh, well, you do at some level, but even if you're not consciously taking it in, you're, you're surrounding yourself with the right things. Yeah. And celebrating the little things and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, because I think that's the thing, right? If we continue to focus on the feelings or the thoughts of the actions of being stuck, then that RAS, that reticular activating system in our brain is going to keep proving us right. Whereas if you have these brain moments where there's a little bit of celebration, a little bit of gratitude, a little bit of inspiration from somebody that you admire and is bringing some wisdom in, then we actually start to look for more of that. 
And then the brain starts to support this idea that because it can feel all consuming, it can feel like, like my whole entire being is stuck, but it's like, well, actually, no, there's just a part in there. Uh, and I think when we're in that place, especially if we're really like looking outside and feeling a sense of failure or that the expectations are so high, it can be really hard to imagine what's coming next. But if you just start to really tap into how do I want to feel like, and I guess for you and for people listening, it's like, who do I want to be as a really proud father, partner, mother, friend, colleague? What does that look like? And then starting to align some tiny, tiny, small steps in that direction. Because I think we start to um, downplay these small actions as if they're not enough when we're in this place. But it's like, if you think about it, like literally, if you're going to walk a path one step at a time, if you're going to climb a mountain one step at a time, it's the same in this situation, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think it's the... I don't know if it's just a Western thing or the way that we think we should do it is that we think we should have positive thoughts. We think we should do these things. So we don't actually want to feel mm -hmm. the resistance. Yeah. Then we create another issue about not wanting to feel the crappy feeling <laughs> then is perpetuates itself. Like I was talking, I was been listening to Andy from Headspace, his book, I can't remember the name of the book, but he was talking about how this guy had come in who was had this essentially this crippling anxiety, but yeah the main issue was that with the mindfulness and the meditation that they went through was actually deciphering and having awareness of, it wasn't so much the anxiety that was coming through. It was the anxiety about the anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> and totally. It, and I think in Western, and I suppose some of the, the new age stuff is like, we kind of, and we've talked about it before. We just want to, we just want to chuck in all the positive stuff on top yeah. of it and yeah. not actually deal with what the actual issue is. We just want a Band-Aid to feel better in the moment, whether that's a coffee or a beer or a positive yeah. thought or something like yeah. that. We have this resistance to actually go in and go ask the question, okay, what is actually going on? What am I feeling resistance about? Where am I stuck? Because usually half the time you, your RAS has gone the other way yeah. and you're looking for all the shit stuff, whereas actually if you actually get to the gist of it, the epicentre of it, the core of it, whatever you want to call it, mm. you actually find it's probably not that big a deal when you get to it. Yeah, You've just made it a big deal. Your mind's made it a big deal. Or totally. if it is a big deal and you've got to it, at least you've like got to the, the cause of it. Mm. Just having that awareness around, okay, this is what's going on. Yeah. It's actually quite beneficial. Like the doctor giving people a diagnosis, mm. people walk out feeling better. It might be a shit diagnosis, but now mm. they feel better because they've got some clarity around what it is yeah. that's going on for them. Yeah. So you've got Something. a sense of relief. And it's also when you were talking about that, it made me think about the fact like celebrate that you have a level of awareness that is observing that you are stuck and that you want to be doing something differently. Because I think even at that point, a lot of people will stay in the same place or stay at the same level of awareness within their life, their whole entire life. Like that you have this part inside of you that's yearning for to move forward in some way, shape or form in your life. Like celebrate that that part's in there too. Because if that part wasn't in there, then you wouldn't feel stuck at all. You'd just be kind of happy as Larry moving through your life and it would be as if that didn't exist. So it's kind of like there's these two parts at once that, we want to merge, which is the part that wants to be somewhere. But how do we actually have a level of, I think it's the contentment as well, that it is a path. Like we're not just going to kind of be able to get from where we are to where we want to be instantaneously overnight. Like I look back, 
I was doing a post ages ago and I was looking back, especially over the last 15 years, of all the steps that have got me to this point in my life of a place of self-love and self-acceptance and contentment while also having big dream goals. And I don't think that I can place, like I know there was catalyst moments, but it's not placing like super importance on just one step that I took because all of it has led to here. All of it has been a rewiring of neural pathways that were tuned into not enoughness, um, self-hatred, unworthiness, um, this idea that I had to be perfect or the good girl and all of these parts. And it's like, what I've realized is we have to love those parts too, right? Because that perfectionist in me allows me to do a really good job at what I do, but I don't want her controlling my whole entire life. Uh, and so there's like these aspects of it, but it's not like you could just say to someone, hey, I want you to wake up tomorrow and love and accept every single part of you, shadow and light, and step completely into your power and live your dream life. And then they just go to sleep. I wish that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but there's going to be uh, but there's going to be in that path right there's going to be identities we have to let go of there's going to be beliefs about ourselves we need to resolve and dissolve and I think we might go into complete shock and meltdown if we tried to even do it too quickly as well yeah well it's like if you use like a I was trying not to think of a sporting analogy I used cricket a bit last time so like, <laughs> but like the gym going to the gym and getting fit mm-hmm like you can't do certain things until you reach a certain point, until you've learnt the lessons, you've built the strength, you've gone a few times and then you can graduate to the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. And you can't just go, you can to go straight from A to B, but usually there's a lot of steps in between of wherever yeah. you're going. And it's yeah. the same, like if you think about footy, I, I thought I was going to talk, talk about cricket, but we'll talk about footy. Like if it's a wet, if it's a wet game, your game plan has to change. You can't be throwing big passes you can't be doing all this razzle dazzle stuff in the rain you've got to be a little bit more consistent you've got to take little little steps and little wins and be a bit more um safe if you like yep. but then when it's sunny and it's a good day and everything's just flowing you can be razzle dazzle and you can play that game it's just about adapting to the environment of what's going on and i also wanted to add mm -hmm. it to those feelings are coming up because you're working through stuff it's like yep. constantly getting fit yep. you're constantly working on yourself it doesn't just i i brush my teeth once sweet or I did this seminar once, or I did yeah. you know, the soul coaching, or I did this once. There's, there's layers to it. It's a journey and it's a process the whole time. And it's like you yeah. might choose a different person for those different mm. stages of your life, but it's an ongoing process. And it's yeah. just the process gets quicker and easier once you start looking at it. And when it's there not is like I was grateful yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was grateful 10, 10 years ago. <laughs> now I'm bitter and twisted. No, um, but that, those, those feelings are there to explore. Like when there's mm. a shit feeling, yep. you know, if I label it shit, because that's yep. most people don't want to feel that. So they try and, you know, mask it as we've talked about a few times already. But if we're going into that, realise that that's a, that's a symptom ready to yep. be unraveled, ready to be just brought to the surface and let go essentially. Yep. Otherwise, if we keep resisting it, we build up on it and it's going to, it puts pressure on it and therefore it's more likely to explode because we're pushing it down further. If we just release it by going through a process of actually, what is this? Mm. What am I feeling stuck about? Yep. That's kind of the part of it. And then I feel like a lot of stuck and overwhelm and things like that actually come from a level of uncertainty. Yeah. 
totally. And, and everyone, like uh, in the chiropractic world, everyone, when they come out of union, they want that certainty. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, if we have too much certainty, we're actually not looking at things yeah. with curiosity and then we're not actually looking for the next thing or, or other things that we're missing because we have these blinkers on of certainty. And people, again, resistant to uncertainty. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. And create this, you know, I've worked with a few, I'm thinking of a few people as I talk about this and that <laughs> level of people resist the uncertainty, but then they're missing the gift of actually exploring and seeing what else is an option for them. Yeah. Allowing them to pop to the next level, mm. go to the next level. That's why you don't know because you're about to have a breakthrough Yep. If you choose to, you're about to have a breakthrough because you're going to do something you haven't done before. Yeah, That's why there's some uncertainty. That's why you kind of feel a bit stuck or a little bit overwhelmed mm. or a little bit frustrated because you don't know exactly where you're going. And most of the time you don't really know where you're going anyway or you try and control <laughs> it. <clears throat> but the uncertainty is not a bad thing either. The uncertainty no. is just like, okay, something's coming. All right, I'm going to pop to another level. Same with frustration and, yep. and anger and all these sorts of things. There's something there. Yep. It's pushing you to the next level. It can't be done the way that you've done it before. You're going to do it again. Mm. And so the example for that is at the moment we're in, we're in limbo. Yeah. Not sure when I'm finishing practice. We move out in a couple of weeks. We've got four or five weeks potentially of um, no home, but going to stay on the Sunshine Coast. We, mm. We're still working on the, um, the car and the caravan um, and all these sorts of things. And there's a lot of limboness I suppose I haven't really felt stuck about it but what I've been noticing is I've stopped looking at marketplace and caravan and camping apps because I'm like what am I doing I'm actually blocking myself I'm limiting myself to a certain price range Mm. limiting myself to a certain way that I'm going to purchase this yeah I'm actually and I'm not feeling it every time I go and I'm like this does uh, literally like I'm going it's not here Mm. I'm not looking in the right place so actually just little things like and these can be tips for for you to unstuck or unf yourself you know yeah my screensaver on the computer was like this amazing open plan kitchen that was like right on this beach and i was like that is an awesome house yeah and i'm going what was i talking about a caravan to four dollars i was like right the other day i jumped on canva and within two seconds land cruiser and the caravan annex like we just want bunk beds we want an annex and and cat wants an oven oh we obviously want a double bed like yeah. anything else, you know that's that's the that's as simple as we, that's the necessities that we need. Mm. We need a car to tow it. So I got them all up and I've chucked Grab Life by the Borgs logos on it. I've chucked a happy photo of us and the family. And that's my, that's my phone um, wallpaper. That's my yep. desktop background. Yeah. And I was like, right, I'm not, I've been blocking this. I've been like, hey, universe, let's just sort of fluff around here and let's not, you know, but mm. I'm not, then all these other things are lining up i've been reading the celestine prophecy i don't Ooh, think so i was gonna pull it out i know it's amazing oh, book. hey you know there's a b-grade movie with it oh no <laughs> i don't, don't want to watch a b-grade movie after and it's really subtle if you've got to be really present and conscious it's not yep. like um other guys that tell fables and stories around trying to get the information out it's kind of like blatant mm. whereas this is actually if you've done some work you're like oh that is just the be- most beautiful yep. subtle way and if you're not actually paying attention you kind of miss it and i'm like oh, wow, that's amazing. I need to go back and read it again. Yeah, it's so, and, literally his work. His, that and The Alchemist were the first books I read as a teenager yeah. to really kind of open that up. I want to just touch on something that you said around this idea of um, 
adapting, but then also letting people allow themselves to have a little bit of certainty in your intention and what it is that you desire, but then also tapping into the feeling of that. Because we don't want to suppress, as you say, it's like the messages that are coming up from the stuck part, from the part that might be anxious or anything like that. And it's not putting a Band-Aid on it. It's acknowledging that all those parts are there, but you can also be inspired by where you're going and having some clarity and certainty around that because that allows that kind of openness of manifestation and magnetism and all of that to come in. And then the soul coaching, we do, we get people to do the vision boards, but it's like this or better. And it's yep. like, then we open ourselves up to also be receiving in the direction that we need to go while, which while still also taking action, because I think that's one of the most important things is that so often people can feel like when they're waiting to manifest something, they're in a waiting game. And in that waiting, that's when you feel stuck because it's like you've put all your eggs in one basket of a dream of it looking a certain way, but you are holding back from feeling contentment, feeling bliss from the sun on your skin in this moment or doing something enjoyable right now because it's like I'll be happy when all of that comes into play mm. as opposed to well, I'm going to choose to enjoy it now knowing that this or better is coming. Mm. And that was where I was going with the... The book was mm. like the first insight. There's ten, nine, nine insights in the, in this mm. book. The tenth insight, the second book is um, the I first think insight up to is eleven now. Is there? Yeah, cool. But the first insight is just seeing the synchronicities. Mm. Like all yep. of a sudden, there's you know, for me, there was a couple of events that, you know, we had the big Pioneers Pie Day, and that was like, well, the idea was to have big sausage sizzle and break world records. But this guy came along and decided to run an event for us that's probably even more Aussie and Ocker for mm. our charity stuff. And I was like, that's amazing. Yep. And then there's other things that have snowboard on from that. Got a phone call the other day. Oh, can you guys bet this is, this guy's going to be here and he wants to meet you? And I was like, oh, hold on. That, that's a little breadcrumb. That's that's in the direction of the intention of where we're going with Grab Life by the Balls and where mm. us and the family are getting on the road. And then the same thing, I ran into, you know, a guy that owns a car dealership, you know, I haven't seen him for a few months and all of a sudden, bang, right in front of me. And I was like, oh, okay, this is all happening recognizing the breadcrumbs yep. on that on that ladder mm. if you like to where it is that you want to go and you're spot on like if we're trying to manifest things on a on a matter level mm. that's a very slow vibration that takes time yep. and it's not really the gist of it what the universe is picking up on and i, I think what this would be a good story to hear about how you ended up in Javis bay is actually the universe is picking up on the vibe that you're putting out and creating that vibe that you want. So yes, I did have the the beautiful caravan with grab life all over it and the car and mm. everything, but the main one was the happy family. Yeah. That's in essence what we're doing is having that an awesome connected time and being present so much more and doing our thing and doing it all together. Yeah. And what that brings for us and the family, not so much what it looks like. Mm. Yeah? yeah. So it'd be interesting to see because spent a bit of time with you over the last 12 or so months and and previously a bit longer yeah mostly over the last 12 months we mm. spent a bit of time together with all the COVID stuff <gasps> he meant thou shall not be named we're going to cancel clear delete yeah. that word from this recording <laughs> Kenny, right now Kenny you better delete that bit on the recording <laughs> like where the hell did Jarvis Bay come from like how did you know like how did like that is not with what we were talking about yep. I I didn't see that coming I knew you were shifting direction but I was mm. like that just went like next level. So how do you 
pick up on yep. those obscure breadcrumbs that you're like, you don't even know. Run us through your process. Yeah. Or what happened? Just well, give so, us the story. And it's so funny because right at the beginning, you spoke about the letting go part of this. And I think that is the biggest piece. So we can have our intentions of what it is that we desire to create. So for myself personally, and I guess it's part of how I ended up here, I'm always asking myself, and most mornings, not all mornings, but show me where to serve next. Show me how to serve next in terms of my mission and my purpose, and also mainly at the highest level. Now, one thing that people can get confused with with that is it doesn't mean at the sacrifice of myself. <laughs> it means that I have these ideals of how I want to live in terms of like freedom and abundance and all of that as well. But what will allow me to get there? Now, this path, and this is the weird thing, is that everybody thought that all of a sudden on a whim, I just moved to Jervis Bay and that I just all of a sudden setting up this home here and everything like that. That's what it but, looked like for me. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Even my mum, like she just came to visit on the weekend and she was like, huh, I didn't like it feels like this has been being planned for a really long time in arriving here she's like I could feel that the energy has actually been building so it would have been probably uh, last October it would have been two years prior I had run a soul coaching in certification in a beautiful house in Fairlight and in that moment I'd planted the seeds of wouldn't it be so beautiful for me to have a home where I can invite people to come to retreat, to kind of unplug and do digital detoxes, but also to go through the soul coaching certification, but also just to get away from the world and for it to be like a space of love, of transformation and alchemy from the moment that they walk in. So I started to look at places at that time around Fairlight because I'd had a house that I hired for that one. And everything was like ridiculously priced. And so I'd done a budget and everything like that around, well, what if I lived in it and everything? But then at that time, um, something just didn't feel completely right. So then I literally had two days before I was going to um, figure I had no home. And I bumped into a friend who had been a client many, many years prior. And he was like, Kyla, you have done so much for me. You've totally transformed my life. He's like, let me do something for you. Like, let, let's go get your bed, move into Bondi um, for however long you want. And we'll go from there. So we'd kind of agreed it would be a couple of weeks or a month. And literally two years later, I ended up moving out. <laughs> so, but a big part, right, was I'm always like, I know how I want to feel inside of myself. Now, that's not to say there was, since coming back from New York, there was always this kind of um, feeling of uncertainty and a little bit of ungrounded instability because I knew I wanted to ground somewhere and I knew that I didn't want it to be in the city, but I didn't know where. So I just kept holding on to that feeling of, I know when I know, because I do. I know when I know. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you think about this. A part of me wanted to control that retreat space in October two years ago and have that. Imagine if I had been paying a few grand a week rent or something like that, and then Thou Shall Not Be Named hit last year. It would have been a total disaster for my life. It would have totally transformed everything. Yet I just allowed myself to be in a space of I'll know when I know. And then uh, last year, when I, over Christmas, New Year, I came traveling. I came back down to the South Coast and I was like, I could live here. Now, I also say that about nearly every place that I go to because <laughs> <laughs> I do feel home in many places, but something felt different. So then... 
all the things that transpired kind of in that Christmas New Year, I was like, you know what, if it's meant to be, I'll find a place. But I asked questions and I inquired curiously, like I took action because I went on domain and I was looking for rentals and even places to buy to see what I could find. And all the rentals that were coming up were short-term rentals. So I actually rang one of the real estates and I was like, look, domain to me should be like places to rent. It's not there. She goes, go on realestate.com. So I went on and this place came up. So see how there was all these little tiny breadcrumbs. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, that is, that's it. Like, that's it. That's where I'm meant to be. I walked in and I like said to the real estate, because she's like, uh, you're moving by yourself from Sydney. You don't know anyone in Huskisson or Vincentia. And I was like, I know when I know. And I'm sure she thought I was crazy. And, uh, but I just knew I could feel that this was it. Now, when I put the application in, there was all these other people putting applications in. So I felt the fear. I felt the doubt. I felt the part of me that wanted to control it and be like, what can I do to make sure that I get this? I can really, 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 really want it. And I just kept reminding myself, if it's meant to be, it'll all work out. I've taken the action steps. So everything else is going to be as it needs to be. Because I think that's the part that can uh, sometimes... Um, magnetize things in the other direction is if we ignore the fear ignore the anxiety ignore the part that is questioning is this really going to happen is this really possible and actually just go into a place of deep faith which for myself it is it's this or better mm. because I really do know that if I stay in that place but I think the biggest part for me along the way is knowing the feeling, knowing what it's like. And I literally have built a really strong muscle within myself that, that knows that no matter what, everything will work out and everything will be okay. It doesn't mean it's not going to be chaotic. It doesn't mean it's not going to be messy. It doesn't mean I'm not going to trip over along the way or there's going to be like challenges to be faced. But that part inside allows me to take steps may seem really crazy and out there and a little bit scary. Like even moving to New York was another example of that. And sometimes I don't know until after something's happened, the real reason for it. So even I think attaching a meaning to something before you've experienced it uh, can actually then, um, I guess, impact the experience of it. So right now I'm sitting here in this space and I have ideas of the purpose of it and what I'm going to be doing here but I'm still in a space of this or better because I go back to um, like what it must be seven or eight years ago now when we set up our first healing center in the back of Mossman and I was like oh I can't wait to be here every day and to see clients and run workshops and it was in nature and it was beautiful and we'd spent a lot of money setting it up and then the first day I sat there and meditated the message was now that you've grounded the energy are you ready to go out and I was like ah and that was when all the corporate stuff started picking up and so we've got it. And, and that was like this place had to be grounded and I needed a space to ground the energy for something bigger to be able to come in. Now, if I was attached to that and it needing to be that way, I would have blocked all the other stuff that came in. 
So that's the, I guess, surrender part to it all. Um, and I, I had a question that I was going to kind of put to people in this, of which is, what if everything you're going through now and feeling stuck is preparing you for the ne very next best thing? Mm -hmm. Then we let go in a way of even the, what this is meant to be and what this is meant to look like. Did that answer the question at all? No, it was great. I don't know. It was awesome. <laughs> I, was just, I was in the story. I was, I was rolling with it. But it's so true. Like if you actually sit there and look back now on everything mm. that's happened. Yeah. And if you go back 5, 10, 15 years or your darkest days or whatever it is, yep. it's like, what would you say? And most of the time, and there's a healing process that I'm sure you take people through and I take people through yep. around going back to that. And, you know, what would your older self say to your younger self now? it's all going to be okay. It all works out every And time. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. And then we get to the present moment and we're like, oh, we, but we don't have X, Y, Z, A, B, C through to X, Y, Z. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're not good enough, you know, whatever it is. But then mm. if you actually look back, all those dots are all, you can't connect them forward, but you can connect them backwards. Yeah. And then that's the old, is it a, oh, here we go, Sammy P's bastardized, paraphrased to crap stuff. I should have like an intro for that, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, we could just call the, them um, quotes by Sammy it, B. Yeah, yeah, the, the unquotable quotes. <laughs> um, is it the fable of the, the farmer and the farmer and the horse and yep. the farmer and the son and you nah. know, the ho all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Whereas there's the whole story. So it's I not know, good, it's not bad. We don't know the whole story. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, and it, all these all these things happen. Like the the horse dies, the sun breaks his foot. All these these inverted commas bad things happen. Yeah. But then it actually all works out because the the sun was going to be enlisted to go to war, and yeah, he probably would, most likely would have died at war. But because he'd broken his foot with the horse and etc. Cetera, etc., cetera, it all worked out. Yeah. Even though it did, it wasn't all good if mm. you do it in inverted commas. And also it's... That's the end of Sammy P's bastardised paraphrasing for the time being. <laughs> we actually tell that story in Soul Coaching, so I yeah, know that. It's a great one. Well, you can tell that. You, you, sat, you, sat, you sat back nicely there. You could have jumped in at any stage there and helped me, but that's fine. <laughs> I like your bastardisation. Uh, but also this is where I think as well, if you're continually growing and evolving personally, spiritually in your life, the direction that you might go and the way things are going to look may change because deep within my heart I thought this space that I've created here would have been in New Zealand and that's been a dream of mine for like probably five or so years but in coming here and kind of going into this space I was having a conversation with a friend and I said to her I feel like maybe it's the next step that if this does work out and running retreats is really what brings me alive and I'm enjoying it and clients are loving it at the same time too, then the next step would be also doing them in New Zealand. And so obviously I've run soul coachings in like South Africa and in USA and all these different places and I've loved that. But I also love having a purpose-built space that I can design and I can create where people can come because the best part for me in running in-person workshops over the years, particularly the vision board ones, and we did high teeth, the soul and all of those is this moment as I'm setting up and I energetically infuse like every little canvas that we put down and every, like we bring little gift bags and I intentionally create metaphors around all of it. And that's to me, 
bringing the magic into the very practical parts of things as well. And so having a space to do that. Now, if I had just been like, no, nah, it has to be in New Zealand, no, nah, it has to be there, it has to be there, and I could have blocked, well, what was coming as an opportunity now as well. So I think that's where I always love the this or better. And knowing that you will know, there will be a feeling and a knowing when you are heading in the right direction as well. Yeah, and that's where um, I stuff things up. I, I'm like, I hang on. <laughs> and like I've been, what a lot of the things that I feel, well, it's not really a true statement, but the way that I went about getting on this path was thinking I had control of it and would push it in a certain direction. Yep. To a point. Obviously, mm. things still manifest and things like that. And I think that's yep. and that's that's a kind of the the old smart goals thing. Like I'm not against. Uh, I yep. think cheese calls it direction setting. Yeah. Um, I, like I prefer it. I prefer that compared to goals and small, yep. you know, small specific, you know, actionable. You know, yep. you're, you're training it into a certain box. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't like being boxed in. That's Me but that's either. that's my values. And if goals work for you, that's great. But I find what I do if I do have the goals and they're they're really measurable and specific. I'm, I'm, I'm totally in that focus and I miss all the, yeah, all the breadcrumbs of what the universe is actually, where the universe mm. is actually taking me. Yeah. And it's the integrating of the masculine and feminine energies, I believe, because if we have a little bit, I love that idea of direction setting, because if we have a little bit of masculine direction and structure and day to day, we know we're taking small actions, but we allow that creative, inspirational, intuitive, feminine energy to come in because without the masculine, that feminine energy becomes messy and chaotic and we don't know what we're listening to or what's going on or what's right or what's this. But when you have a little bit of a direction of this is where I want to go, this is how I want to feel, this is the experience I want to bring into the world, then it's like then that creative energy of how it shows up because I do believe that there is so many opportunities and ways in which things can come about. I remember there was a book, um, I think it's called a soul's gift or a soul's journey. There's one of those, but they talk about like when we're up there as souls and we're making those contracts around what do I want to learn and what do I want to discover in this lifetime and who will come in as my teachers and who will come in along this path with me. But the idea of exactly the way it needs to happen doesn't always play out in that way because there could be one experience that then has, it's like those sliding door moments. And then like when your car yard guy comes and offers you a vehicle and then someone else that he knows brings you the right caravan, then that will then be a sliding door moment to what's coming next. Whereas if somebody else that's listening to this podcast is like, hey, I know someone that can sponsor Grab Life. Like <laughs> Good plug. Well done. I didn't see the thanks to this. I didn't have to plug it myself. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, here you go, then that could be a sliding door moment of something else that comes, but none of it's better or worse. It's all exactly as it needs to be along the way. But some of the parts are going to feel painful and some of them we're going to have to clear things out of ourselves and we're going to feel lost or alone along the way. But this is where that connection to soul and spirit inside of ourselves and knowing that the answers are always inside of us and creating that time and space to go within, to be willing to visualise what it is that you want to see and feel and experience next because often we'll avoid that to avoid disappointment, 
or this idea that it needs to happen in a certain way or a certain time as opposed to like allowing yourself to dream really big and go into the juiciness and delightfulness of what will that look like and feel like and getting excited about it. Yep. And the, and that's the thing, like with the, the talks about the East and the West in the, oh, a lot of people talk about East and West, but particularly in the, the Celestine prophecy of that masculine and feminine, that intertwining of you can't just sit there and let it happen. You need to sort of take some steps on the path. You're just not controlling the whole path mm. you know you still need to show up you still need to um move forward in a sense yeah to create that momentum for the universe to pick up on the vibe that you're putting out and like i'm really i get super focused and i get super portion i've done it i've done it again this week and just knowing it because we talked about it last week mm. of like righto here's the list bang i've got time yep. to do this now and i'm just knocking things down and i know at some point that i'll go right i need to stop that and go again but mm. like there's just sometimes there's the to-do list and i know the state i can get in and i can do it yep but then the lesson for me is to then come back and sit and do what exactly what you just said is just to tune in and yep. and not be in that when i get burnt out tired frustrated um overwhelmed is mm. when i've done that push the whole time without having the sit and the calm and asking for what's next. There's always going to be some something to do or work to do. Mm. You can choose how you do it. You can choose yeah. what you do. You can delegate and all those sorts of things. But there's a certain state that you get in for some of those things. And there's also the, the, the balancing state of the other side of it as well. Agreed, because there's always the other side. I always talk about in the vision board workshops especially, we talk about the miracles, the magic, the magnetism and the mayhem. <laughs> which is that they're all going to kind of come together in that way. And we do. We need moments in time where we sit down and we orderly do things and we bring things into order. And then it's like, okay, then we allow for that kind of energy to come in again and then we bring the structure in. Because I think that that's the best part with all of this. Like I can tell when I'm in flow and when I'm really into that openness of the miracles and the magic and the synchronicities because there'll be times when I, like it does, I think now because I've, I've practised it so much, I feel the robotic uh, process part when I step out of it, where I'm trying to force something or control it to head in a different direction. And it's like, it doesn't mean I don't go there, but I'm like, oh, this feels so like robotic <laughs> as opposed to I'm like, hey, there's that person. Nice to meet you. And you just kind of are open to that at the same time too. <sighs> Shall we draw a card? Yeah. I today sure. have chosen the Native Spirit Oracle Ooh. Cards from Denise. Cool. These ones, Good we haven't Denise. used these before. And um, I thought that it was kind of symbolic of nature is going through a purging at the moment and particularly in Australia. So I thought, let us connect in with the messages of nature. And um, that's a part two as well of knowing that obviously I talk about the messages of your body or emotions or anything like that, but pausing and taking moments and time to actually talk to parts of nature and get curious about that can be fun as well. So we have the spirit of earth. <laughs> Yay, sun shining through. <laughs> Let's have a look. Our message. Prosperity is blossoming in all areas of your life. 
you are strong and grounded. Who you are is enough, just as you are. Connect more fully with nature. The spirit of earth asks that you tend to your health. Detoxifying your body, understand how to use your body's physiology. Pay attention to how your body feels and respond accordingly. Create a home for your soul. Have objects in your home that feel good to you every time you see them. Be present, cherish the here and now. The native spirit wants you to know the spirit of earth represents your physical self and physical surroundings. It's okay to make plans for the future, but make sure you also embrace and appreciate the present. You're deeply and profoundly loved and supported at all times, no matter what is occurring in your life. Trust that all your needs are being met. Take time to create spaces in your home or caravan <laughs> where you feel absolutely at peace. And in doing so, you create a template for peace in all areas of your life. Feel the solidity and power of the earth beneath you. This is in your core. Just as grass pushes out of the moist ground, know that new shoots of growth are similarly taking place within you right now. You are grounded, prosperous and strong. All the solid forms around you, including your body, are a part of the physical realm. Notice how you relate to and identify with the physical universe around you. By doing this, you are activating the spirit of earth within you. Let the reality of your relationship with the earth fill your consciousness. Feel it in every pore of your being. Let yourself merge with its energy and imagine how it would feel to be a rolling hill, a great mountain or a deep canyon. Imagine yourself lying in a meadow of wild flowers high in the mountains. Visualize the roots of the trees extending deep into the soil, reaching down towards the center of the earth. In this moment, if we think about, there's noise outside, right? And that can often be what happens when we are in a place of feeling stuck or not moving forward in our life, is that we can start to imagine and even listen to and believe that the noise and the distractions are the truth as opposed to taking a deep breath, acknowledging the noise, the chaos, the mayhem, whatever it might be, is out there, but coming deep within and coming back into our center. Mm, good one. Well, I like how you brought that in. That was really good. You've done really well there. <laughs> I can create a metaphor out of pretty much anything. Yeah. So I, I was happy with, I was feeling buzzed and I was really all right there. I like that idea too. We were just like, <laughs> cutting through it feels slightly harsh with a whippersnipper but yes sometimes we need to whippersnipper the shit out of all these ideas and beliefs of who we are <laughs> <sighs> anything you'd like to complete on sammy no, i think that was pretty good mm. what about you <laughs> no just an invitation for everybody that's listening whenever you're listening to this to no matter what it is that you're feeling or experience or hearing within your life to give yourself the time and the opportunity to go in and find the secret messages or the parts of you that are being served by being in the place that you're in right now and choose to go there from a place of love and acceptance awesome mm. and just thank you everybody for being with us today you've been listening to 
the Press Play podcast. That's a mouthful with Kyla T and Sammy P. Real and random conversations. Today we had a chat about unstucking ourselves. Um, Kyla is epic. I'll pop her details of where you can find her in the show notes as well as mine. Uh, we record this every Wednesday morning. So 9am every Wednesday morning, we do this on the I Love Life Facebook page, and then I'll share it through my networks as well. So you can watch it live. You can chat, chuck some comments in there and have a conversation. Otherwise, you can find us on all the, the podcast appy things for your really smartphones. So I'm Sammy P. I'm signing off. Kyla T. Uh, over and out. <laughs>